Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. My name is Nate Thurston, and across from me is Mr. Charles Chuck Thompson. Charles, Chuck, how you doing today? Oh, much better than yesterday. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm... I mean, I'm still angry, but I'm feeling better. I feel how you felt yesterday. We're just flip-flopping. Yeah, we're just flipping around, you know. Our cycles are off. (laughs) I just realized that I forgot to um, put my phone on airplane mode, so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. I might have to... You're going to get a call? In the call. You see how many potential spam calls I get a day? Yeah, you did something wrong. Basically guarantee that I'm going to get a phone call during this thing. Can you not switch your phone to airplane mode from your watch? Is that not a thing? I don't have the watch. Does anyone know who has... It's got to be like an old watch, not like a new one. I'm much more of an old school watch guy. Yeah. Like, I just want it to tell me the time. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be connected to my phone on the wrist. Yeah, but... Mine, like when I get up to go pee, my watch is like, good job, man. You stood up. <laughs> like I need that kind of encouragement throughout the day. Yeah. You know, does your watch ever encourage you when you stand up to go pee? No. Yeah. See? <clears throat> no, it doesn't. Okay. I don't wear it. How much of that would that be worth to you? I don't wear it to bed. I don't either. Yeah. So anyway, uh, hey, this is Good Morning Liberty. We're doing an episode right now. The record button is hot, which means we're currently recording Dumb Bleep of the Week. This is actually Dumb Bleep 2 of the week because there were so many and even today we should have done more yesterday because still had to narrow it down my bad yeah a few more dumb things happened over the last day i tell you why i'm having a better day why because i like joking around with the live group i gotcha and uh the the fed haters club if Mm -hmm. you will it's fun to interact with all of them especially my real good friend costco he is one of your best friends in the entire world i consider him a friend he hates me Mm-hmm. And so that's it's how one a of lot of relationships start out relationships and mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. And you can check all that out by going to join gml.com, join gml.com, be part of the fed haters club, unless you love the feds like Joe Biden. I just realized I forgot to put this, this really good dumb in here from Taylor Lorenz and it, and it really fits the, our topic of conversation right now, which is why I'm actually worried about it. I might actually make it dumb bleep number zero. Uh, could could happen. Is that a thing? Like ground zero? It's just zero. It's the original bleep Well, yeah, uh, that we're going to start with because we're talking about our feelings and uh, whether or not we have a positive outlook on the on the day right now. And so I feel like we could just bring in Taylor Lorenz as, as dumb bleep zero. Why don't you let me know what she had to say there, Chuck? All right. She tweets, people are like, quote, why are kids so depressed? It must be their phones but never mention the fact that we're living in a late-stage capitalist hellscape during an ongoing deadly pandemic with record wealth inequality, zero social safety net, job security, as climate change cooks the world. She continues on, not to be a doomer, (laughs) but you have to be delusional to look at life in our country right now and have any amount of hope or optimism. (laughs) All the people yelling that capitalism is actually going great and everyone in the U.S. should be cheerful and happy. If you're so content with your life, then what, why? What are you doing? Sorry, what are you doing on here getting all worked up? Yeah. She's, listen, she's going through something right now. Has been for a while, Mm -hmm. from what I can tell. Uh, She's obviously very sad, and I guess it's tough to make 
<clears throat> to make fun of that. She is clearly depressed. Um, I just think that this is a dangerous thing. I, I do think that uh, she's saying, why are kids so depressed? It must be their phones. Well, it could be their phones because they end up seeing things like what she says, like what Taylor <laughs> Lorenz says. And if it weren't for their phones, they wouldn't see BS garbage like that. So <clears throat> that's part of it, I would say. And this notion, all the everyone's heads are being filled with exactly what she's saying. Our late stage capitalist hellscape, everything is terrible, even though kids growing up right now are growing up in the best situation that any kid have, has ever grown up in in the history of the entire world and all humanity, your perspective is what matters. And if you are constantly having people tell you that this is the worst it's ever been, everything's trending down, your life is just going to be terrible, you're oppressed, you're a victim, there's no chance, there's no hope for the future, mm. nothing like that, then you're going to end up getting pretty depressed about that. I think that that's something really bad because kids, young people, need something to look forward to. And it's Whoa. people like Taylor that are refusing to let them have that. I mean, one of the problems is that we don't have, we we're so privileged. We don't have like real problems to solve, like actually feeding yourself. Yeah. You know, or we don't, some people have that. Yeah. In the West, mm -hmm. generally in the West. Yeah. Most people, 99% of people in the West and wealthy economies don't struggle with, normal human things. And when I say normal, I mean most of human history type of things. Where am I going to get food? Like, where am I going to get water? Like most of your kids died and then like you died after 30 or 40 years, maybe 50 years if you were lucky. And then like, yeah, waking up at the, at sunrise to go toil the field and, yeah, you know, maybe hunt or something. Like all of human history is so terrible. And this whole late stage capitalist hellscape, I'm pretty sure some of the live group said, like, you can just leave. I, she could probably immigrate to North Korea or like <laughs> something else that has a different system. Somewhere that isn't living through this yeah. terrible late stage. Capitalism. And then not only that, yeah. but she's using a platform that she benefits from mm -hmm. in capitalism, having, I don't know, she's got like what, 4 million followers or something like that, or 2 no million, clue. I think like 2 or 3 million followers. I'm sure she makes a decent living. Probably. Um, in this realm. But like record wealth inequality. That's something that you only care about if people like her or Bernie or Robert Reich or Nina or someone has been telling you that this is a big deal. Wealth inequality does not matter whatsoever. The bulk of wealth inequality is the fact that people started companies that they own stock in and the stock market keeps going up. It's not that they stole a bunch of money from your labor and they kept all of it. Wealth inequality literally does not matter whatsoever. Most of it can be explained also, not just by people starting companies, but also age. The older you get, you know, your house worth more, you get less debt, stuff like that. It's only a problem if people like her tell them it's a problem. Zero social safety net or job security. We spend a ton of money on our social safety net. It kicks in when you get older and you can live like 20, 30 years off of it now. Uh, these days. It's not awesome. We also have a ton of programs for if you do lose your job or if you like zero, I hate absolute stuff like that. Zero social safety net. We don't have any. We, we do. We do have that. And then climate change cooking the world seems a little hyperbolic to me. I, you know, I don't think I could 
crack an egg out here and it's just going to get cooked or anything. <laughs> sometimes in this office, you know, we can because that's yep. just how hot it gets sometimes. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll have to move. That was, that I also was like how she, she limited who could reply. She did. Yeah. Only people who follow her. No, reply. only people she follows. Yeah. She follows. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Here's number one. That was number zero. So now we're the number one. Uh, did you hear there's a war? There's a war going on. Mm, I think so. Yeah. Did you hear about that stuff? Yeah. Oh, we accidentally skipped ahead. There's a few parts to this. Okay. First off, we'll go from Ed Krasenstein. Ed Krasenstein. Do you want to read this one, Chuck, or you want me to do it? Sure. Okay, go ahead. So, Trump hid in an underground bunker while Americans protested in the streets. President Biden flew into the middle of a war in Kiev, Ukraine, on President's Day and walked the streets as air raid sirens blared. If you can call that walking. We'll talk about the air raid sirens. One man stands for world freedom and peace while the other stood only for his narcissistic self. Now, I mean, I think Trump is a narcissist. That's for sure. Sure. So is Biden. Yeah. Yeah. Two narcissists going at each other there. So statistically, there's a very high statistical chance that if you get to that point, you you are a narcissist or a psychopath or something like that. Like, it, it's not easy for good people to make it to that point. Most of the time, the good people end up um, suiciding themselves on the way there, like that Clinton aide, you know. <laughs> not saying he was a good person. Okay, let's talk about the air raid thing. When he was there on President's Day, he walks out, and there are air raid sirens going off, Charlie. Mm-hmm. And that's just how brave the president is, that even as... Ukraine was sounding its air raid sirens, meaning they thought there was an imminent bombing attack from Russia. Missiles. Missile attack from Russia. He just walked out there like nothing was going on. He didn't care. He's got his aviators on. Who it's cares? like he was walking on water almost. To be honest, he probably had no clue what was going on. He was walking to a little dot he was supposed to go stand at. That was about it. But here's, here's what that sounded like. Probably couldn't even hear the sirens. That's what that sounded like. <laughs> So brave. Braveheart, man. That freaking William Wallace over here. Jeez. Oh, so good. Now, the thing is, uh, CNN accidentally mentioned the fact that, like, oh, right when uh, we, uh, we've President been here. Been here for a while. Um, I've I haven't been here heard for the past sirens. five days. I have not heard any explosions. I have not heard any air sirens until about half an hour ago, right when uh, President Biden was in the center of Kiev, as, as Clarissa was was just. I don't know if you so, meant to just kind of uh, spill the beans, spill the beans on that whole situation, but he he sort of did. Like, oh, that's weird. There haven't been any air raid sirens until right when he was walking outside. So you're saying it was planned. It was clearly planned. <laughs> if it weren't planned, they wouldn't, if they weren't planned, everyone in the secret service and everyone needs fired like immediately. Yeah. You don't just have the president of the U S walking around while you think someone's about to bomb you. It's not a thing yeah. that happens. It's clearly planned. They let Russia know in advance that he was going. So nothing would get shot down. Oh, did they, they re- I didn't yes, know that. Yes, they did. So, it was fake. It's all fake. <laughs> it's fake. It's all fake. <laughs> but it still works. 
All right, so we're going to keep the fakeness going. Let's see, you read the last one. Wait, I'll do this. <clears throat> they let Re they let Putin know. Yes, they let Russia know through their channels that he was going to be there so there wouldn't be any accidental starts <laughs> to World War III. Very brave. You can't make this you, stuff man. up. I'm telling you, he's brave. <laughs> NATO tweeted out, this is propaganda going hard right now. The Krasensteins, there's two of them, the Ed and uh, Brett or something like that. God awful at everything. Just terrible. They're twins. I'm pretty sure they've got to be getting paid by the, by the White House. There's like a list of social media influencers that are paid. <laughs> and we've talked about like that Brooklyn dad guy. Mm -hmm. You know, he's paid to, to do this. So anyway, NATO says Ukraine is hosting one of the great epics of this century. We are Harry Potter and William Wallace, the Navi and Han Solo. We're escaping from Shawshank and blowing up the Death Star. We are fighting with the Harkonnens and challenging Thanos or Thanos. This is so Putin has a big hammer. Is what you're saying? <laughs> this is not a. <laughs> this is not a movie. This is supposed to be an actual war that's like actually violent. You know, because mm -hmm. wars are. I, okay, Magoo says they have a point. This this is all baloney. Theatrics. Yes, this is as fake as those things, isn't it? Mm. We were talking about this. Was it you and I talking about this earlier, or me and someone else? But I think the U.S. and Russia are both cool with this. I think it's good for both of them. They mm. get to both have their little Afghanistan. They can drum up support on both sides. You know, spend a bunch of money, wash a bunch of money here and there. Russia's economy is barely taking a hit from the whole thing. They're going to partner up with China. I think it, I think they are both totally fine with this. Honestly, I think Ukraine is too. Like, hey, <laughs> you're not going to use any nukes, are you? Yeah, we <laughs> won't either. Yeah. We'll just keep this going. We're going to go with more of this. Charlie from Drew Pavlo. Pav. Pavlo? Pavlo? Pavlo dog. I don't know. Pavlo's dog. Sure. Zelensky and Biden are fighting the same war against racism and imperialism as Malcolm and Martin. <laughs> Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. It's, they look exactly the same, too. Basically the same thing. It's, now, anywhere else, this would be like kind of a racist thing to say, yeah. honestly. Mm -hmm. like, Never mind the fact that like Ukraine is full of Nazis. What, yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that this was coming. <laughs> So I brought oh. this graphic here. It's a bunch of screenshots uh, pre-start to the war, February, uh, whenever, when was it last year when this happened? It was 2022, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. February 2022. Listen. So prior to that. The whole, all the media knew that Ukraine had a big Nazi problem. A lot of Nazi problems out there. I mean, from all the, the big papers and publications. You see anything that stands out? What's worth? Um, you, oh, maybe the Nazi flag with well, a okay, Ukraine yeah, flag yeah. and an American flag? <laughs> that um, one stands out. Far-right extremists and Ukrainian military bragged about Canadian training. Let's see. From BBC, Ukraine underplays role of far-right in conflict. Here's FBI. Neo-Nazi militia trained by U.S. military in Ukraine, now training U.S. <clears throat> white supremacists. Great. Yeah, it's good stuff. Mm -hmm. 
Um, Hundreds March in Ukraine, an annual tribute to Nazi collaborator. Uh, violent anti-Semitism is gripping Ukraine and the government is standing idly by. You you get the thing, okay? And they're also comparing this to uh, a fight against racism and imperialism. Mm-hmm. The, oh, that's pretty crazy. And then on top of that, we'll throw in one more. This is all Ukraine-Russia propaganda. and We gotta get scooting. Mm. I know, it's my fault. Okay. This guy deleted this tweet, but you, you can go ahead. All right, Jason J. Smart. Boycott! New York Rangers, Russian goalie, Igor... Uh, all named Igor? I'm sorry, apologies to everyone out there listening that's named Igor. Of, it's like John in Russia. Okay, I Igor. gotcha. Igor and Igor. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Shesterkin has a giant Russian army Z on his face mask. I have read the explanation that it is sideways. It's a sideways in. But let's be honest, it's a Z which shows support for the Russian war effort. Disgusting. It's literally a sideways in. The top of his helmet says N Y R on the top of his helmet, but mm. it's sideways, so it looks like a Z. This guy's serious about this. I went through his Twitter Z page. Z for Zelensky. It's Z. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's Russian, but he supports <clears throat> Ukraine. Z for Zelensky. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Well, that uh, that tweet. Uh, is gone, but thanks to, I believe, Costco for sending over the screenshot of that. It was uh, worth it. We got to move on to number two. Look at that. I just got a phone call. Mm. Told you it was going to happen. Mm-mm-mm. Right there. Um, oh, yeah, I'm glad this made it in. Guns. Oh, we got a whole gun segment, and then we're going to scoot Okay. in a row after that. But we'll get, we got a big gun segment coming Talk up. faster. Guns are the number one killer of college-aged people in America. That's so dumb. That is dumb. Next. (laughs) Guns. Now, guns, we take issue with that, okay? It is people, and a lot of them use guns, but also like half of that number are suicides also at the the same time. Not that that's not a serious thing. I did want to point out, though, if you talk about, we're going to go through some of the requirements here, some of the different policies uh, that people talk about. They do say that if you have higher age requirements, <clears throat> you can decrease firearm suicides among young people. But you don't change the total number of suicides. You actually decrease the number of firearm suicides. But then other ways. Pa- pavement suicides. <clears throat> other ways up. of doing things. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is. Yeah. Pavement suicides. <laughs> what have you. you yeah. Know? Yeah. Also, any prohibitions associated with mental illness, they say, have uh, uncertain effects. This is from the RAND uh, Foundation or Corporation, RAND Foundation, the massive study, like 170 different studies. They went through this. Um, Gavin Newsom, he tweets this out. He says, here's a part. He's upset because Representative Barry Moore says the Second Amendment is as American a right as freedom of speech religion, and the press. Today, I unveiled my bill to make the AR-15 the national gun of America. <laughs> Who cares? We must send the message that we will meet every... All right, so Gavin... Well, he's just punching back. I know. You know? It's he's, like, he's trolling. We're going to get people We're going to take away your assault weapons. He's like, screw you. I'm going to make the assault weapon the <laughs> national gun of America. You can't ban the national gun of America. It's like banning the eagle. It's <laughs> Be right underneath the eagle on the symbol. All right, uh, Gavin Newsom says, here is a partial list of when AR-15 style weapons, when a AR-15 style weapon was used in a mass shooting. He lists out Las Vegas, Pulse, Sandy Hook, 
Uvalde, Stoneman. This is what you are promoting. By promoting the mm -hmm. R-15, that is what you are promoting. Um, also, by the way, not any studies saying that getting rid of uh, assault weapons actually decreased mass shootings. You could actually look at just as many mass shootings that were committed by uh, handguns. and um, Which they're coming for next. Which they're, they'll be assault handguns, mm -hmm. you know. It's assault, already started. Assault pistols. Uh, so that's not what you're promoting at all. Uh, by the way, I even brought in some of the some of the study here. Mass shootings, bans on the sale of assault weapons. They found inconclusive evidence. This is after going through 170 different studies around the country. They did, however, find limited evidence that a ban on um, high-capacity magazines helped out with mass shootings. Limited. They found, like, one study that they thought showed it uh, with whatever state did it. So... I just want to put that put that out there for you. Now, David, we're still doing guns, and then we only got one apiece for each thing after that. So. Oh, I love David Hogg. Yep. This gentleman, he tweets, After reading about the history of the Second Amend, amend and talking with a lot of hist and law professors, Saving time, you know. I believe the Second Amendment has been intentionally misinterpreted. Or int miss. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was never meant... As an individual right, it was created to protect state militias like the National Guard. It says well-regulated militia for a reason. The shall not be infringed part means the federal government is not allowed to forcibly disarm state militias. I'm not alone in this interpretation. Over 100 years of jurisprudence back me up on this. To those who don't agree, that's fine. You're entitled to your own opinion. I will shoot you. If I don't agree. No, sorry. <laughs> That's not and what I, he said. And I'm still ready to work with you on what we can agree on. Disagreement and hatred are not the same thing. I, I, you I know, like his last tweet. At the very end. That's fine. Yeah, respectable. Yeah. David, Mr. Hogg. But a hundred years of jurisprudence back me up on this. No. I mean, literally no. If that were the case... Uh, like, we wouldn't be able to have guns, mm. <laughs> you know? Right. That's literally not the case. Mm. Um, no pun intended, as far as the jurisprudence goes. Um, the well-regulated, that just means that they need to be practiced up, trained, prepared. Doesn't mean that government regulation, as we say it today, those are different meanings. And not that this is a part of the Constitution, but it is important to remember what George Mason said addressed to the Virginia Ratifying Convention in 1788. I ask, who are the... Look at his face in that. Do you think that... I mean, you got so much time standing there for the painting, right? Like, you think you'd come up with a better face for that time. He just wanted to look peaceful. How awkward, like, when you get done and it's terrible. You're like, that I looks mean, great. That's a monopoly there because you don't want to stand there for it again, you know? So much time goes mm. in to the painting after that. Okay, anyway, uh, he says, I ask, who are the militia? They consist now of the whole people except a few public officers. So who are the militia? Everyone. Everyone except for the government. Mm. I'm sure some states have... Also, go back and read all of the founders on this issue. Like every, and this is what I liked about Scalia and, and reading text in the original. How do you know how to interpret 
what they meant. Well, go read what they wrote. Mm-hmm. They wrote a bunch more than just the Constitution. And all of them, I, in fact, I don't even know of a single founder who wrote that they don't think that the people should have weapons. I don't know of a single one. Now, and most of them, even what George Washington said, somebody just posted this in the group, a free people ought not only be armed and disciplined, but they should have sufficient arms and ammunition to maintain a status of independence from any who might attempt to abuse them, which would include their own government. And when they say free people, there is a problem, slight problem there, because there were slaves. For instance, there's a quote of Thomas Jefferson saying that no, I'm going to botch it, but no free person shall ever be debarred the use of arms or whatever. No free per- And when they say free, you know, they don't just mean like freedom isn't free or anything. I think they also meant, you know, not enslaved or people not as prison. well. So, uh, of course. Um, the so- Did you know the Socialist Rifle Association uh-uh. was a thing? No. It's a thing. Okay. Now, this person says, uh, this is from Print, Shoot, Repeat. They say, uh, basically, everyone can have guns. Nazis, commies, gay, straight, trans, cis, far left, right, every race, religious affiliation, because the Second Amendment is and should be for all people with no exceptions. Okay. That's fine. Um, They disagree. All right. They say there's so many layers of wrong. Nazis aren't people. So that's their number one. (laughs) Number two. To think that well-armed Nazis and the left can simply coexist is to entirely miss the material basis of our antagonism. In fact, the utmost goal of the left is to completely disempower the right. Hmm. Number three, the Second Amendment is not and has never been for everyone. It was specific, The Second Amendment was specifically crafted to empower landed whites to crush slave rebellions and kill the indigenous. It's didn't have anything to do with that war, Mm-mm. right? No, just just about the slave rebellion. Okay, that was it. Historically oppressed peoples who are today armed are allowed to to be so in spite of the Second Amendment, not because of it. Um, the Second Amendment itself did not like list out <clears throat> that um, enslaved people or whoever uh, could not have guns. They did have laws. In fact, some of the first gun control laws or to prevent black people from having guns or indigenous people from having guns. We disagree with that. I disagree with those laws. I think they should be taken right off the books Mm -hmm. right now. Okay, for above all, this is just a bunch of liberal nonsense. F word, the 2A. We are not in favor of guns for everyone. We are in favor of arming those groups who stand most to gain from the end of capitalism and disarming those who stand in our way. Taken right out of the socialist playbook. Just, I mean, they're not hiding it. Mm -mm. They're totally fine with it. No. No, our goal is to take away your guns so we can destroy you. So you can't fight back. There you have it, folks. Yeah. (laughs) Right there. (laughs) Oh, hey. Um, Coming up in March. By the way, March, right? Yeah. March 11th and 12th. If you're in Tennessee, you want to come hang out at the Libertarian Party, Tennessee Convention, the state convention. Come hang out with us, all right? You can go to lptn.org, I believe, be the website to just check out so you can get more details. But I put this in here so I'd remember to tell you guys. It says uh, March 10th through the 12th. So uh, go to the website. Yeah, Friday, Saturday. Sunday is probably going to be like voting and stuff. So you got to be, you know, in the party or whatever. Um, 
come hang out. We're going to, Charlie and I are going to be debating some, you can, something. You can join the party. You can. Mm -hmm. So. We're going to be debating something. It'll be nice. Uh, real quick, though, I just wanted to say on that last piece. Yes. That people just, they literally can just say whatever they want. It mm -hmm. doesn't have to be true. They just say things and be like, yeah, you're wrong, and here's why, because I'm just going to make up a bunch of stuff. And then I'm going to tell you that uh, we want to disarm you so that you can't defend yourself because we want to kill you, essentially. <laughs> yeah. It's you stand in our <laughs> way. Yeah. We want to make sure that we can implement the end of capitalism and the beginning of our controlled authoritarian socialist utopia and uh, now if it's necessary for you to die in that cause, then we're all for that. They're just talking about Nazis, though, for the main part. Like, they're upset about Nazis, right? No. What they're talking I don't about. Think, I don't think that's what he was referring to. Well, I mean, if they are, we could agree with that. It's just Nazis. All right. Fast plays. Now we're on a dumb bleep number three. So zero was Taylor Lorenz. Number one was Ukraine, Ukraine. fakeness. Number two was... Guns. Guns. Fakeness. 2A. Yeah, 2A. Yeah, number three. If you are, uh, this is from Sarah Rao. Sir, sure. Sarah. Sorry. Good job. Mrs. Rao. She tweets. Or miss. We don't know if she's married. If you are a Republican in 2023, you are a fascist. If you are married to or in a relationship with a Republican in 2023, you are a fascist. If you are friends with a Republican in 2023, you are a fascist. At some point, your actions need to match your memes. It's a low bar. Yep. <laughs> exactly. That is a winning attitude right mm -hmm. there. Let me tell you what. Yeah. The way that people talk... I mean, there is no answer except for the absolute decimation of whoever the other is. I mean, the way everyone's like, oh, MTG said something that could be a civil war. But the way that everyone talks, like, this doesn't end until you're destroyed. That's it. Bailey from the group says, of course, libertarians being left out again. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Gosh. How much harder do we have to work to get called a fascist than someone's viral tweet? Mm -hmm. All right, the next one is going to be... Donald well, see, Trump. Well, the problem with that, though, is that we are, it is further dividing. Like, for the, the identity politics game is growing, mm -hmm. okay? Because now you have guys like Matt Walsh and even, I would say, Jordan Peterson and some other people on the right that are like, uh, screw me, well, screw you. <laughs> you know, they're, they're tweeting similar things. Mm -hmm. Like, if you are friends with a Democrat, then you are a socialist. Like, that. We're separating into camps. Marjorie Taylor Greene talked about the national divorce. Even libertarians like Michael Malice are all for it. And here's how it can work and all this stuff. I mean, it's, it is growing. This whole, like, if you're not with me, you're against me type of thing. It can't work, by we're, the way. We're not going to coexist. It's, it's like it's leading to you know, potential violence. Yeah. It can't work. The national divorce can't work. I'm just, no, I'm sorry. It won't. I love the I love the idea. Mm -hmm. Can't work. I'll I'll debate someone on that if they if they want to. We'll talk about it. I'll ruin your dreams. Next one is Donald Trump. Real quick video here from it's number four from the Trumpster. Um, he's got a solution for kids misbehaving at school. 
Mm. Okay. Donald Trump in his new well, his new plan. Well, and the leftist takeover of school discipline and juvenile justice. Many of these carjackers and criminals are 13, 14, and 15 years old. I will order the education and justice departments to overhaul federal standards on disciplining minors. So when troubled youth are out in control, they're out on the streets, and they're going wild, we will stop it. The consequences are swift, certain, and strong, and they will know that. Okay. Problem solved. <clears throat> Problem solved. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a problem with discipline in schools. I think that's a thing. I think it stems from the bureaucracy and federal government having too much control over the schools and not enough local control over the schools. And terrible parents. Terrible parenting. Mm-hmm. God, I'm sure I saw this video today, this teacher getting crap beat out of her because she took away this kid's Nintendo Switch and like it got caught on camera. He just beat the hell out of her. This little girl, woman, frail, tiny teacher, and this big dude just beat the crap out of her. For taking his Nintendo Switch? Yeah. Like unconscious. I'm glad I wasn't in that class. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what happens when you buy your kids something after they throw a fit at Walmart, by mm-hmm. the way. That's the problem. Well, and really, the research backs up it's uh, the lack of fathers. Mm. Okay. That's the thing. I saw a cool video from Denzel Washington talking about this. You know, it was like these, you know, 13, 14 year old gang members, like, where was their father? And, mm. and then he's like, well, he's in prison or whatever. It's like, okay, well, where was his father? You know? He's like, this isn't a systemic thing. This is a this is a home thing. It starts in your home. I can't yeah. do his accent very well. He That's says it. You sound way different from him. Where's his father? <laughs> this happened in the home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Trump, terrible idea. The Department of Justice, um, who's going to go around to schools Blaming kids on Wait, Russia. This is probably. why the Department of Education has a SWAT team. Mm-hmm. They're going to start yeah. patrolling the streets. The Department for of these Justice, kids. Department of Education do not need to be coming in and setting the the, the federal government doesn't be, need to be coming in and setting the discipline standards for for kids. Okay, you need to get rid of both of those departments. But you know, everyone okay? on the right loves this. Oh yeah, as as long as it's Trump. As, yeah, as long or as DeSantis, Trump. whoever mm-hmm. you know they've sworn allegiance to. Uh, number five, Aaron Reed. Okay, this one does have a couple, but it's all Aaron Reed. Uh, how about the trans? Oh, remember, we're talking about fascist Republicans, okay, disarming the Nazis. Trump, I don't like that policy. I mean, does he have fascist tendencies? Yeah, basically anyone who runs our government does. You know, yeah. kind of have to. Aaron says, I'm not mincing my words anymore. The legislative assault on transgender people is a genocide against us. It seeks to remove us from public life, remove all legal protections, remove our trans children from parents, remove our medically necessary care. It will kill people. Mm. Call this what it is and treat it as such. This isn't a difference of opinion anymore. This is meaningful action taken to limit our movement in society and to attack our quality of life. To such a degree, it becomes unsustainable to go on living. Under the UN Charter, genocide is defined as any of the following factors with intent to destroy a group. 
and she talks about uh, here are the things A B C D E or he she sorry I'm a I'm a genocidal maniac um, <laughs> killing members of the group causing serious bodily or mental harm to members of the group uh, C is deliberately inflicting on the group conditions of life calculated to bring about its physical destruction D is imposing measures intended to prevent births within the group. I think they do that themselves. E, forcibly transferring children of the group to another group. What? What's wrong? I, I do think they do that themselves. No, yeah, I don't yeah. think you have to work to do that. That's what I'm saying. Um, and then they go through this list. Arkansas is considering a bill right now. Remember, these are all the genocides that are being committed. Mm -hmm. The genocide's going... I, I had said that I don't think it's a genocide, which, I mean, you saw the post where I said that they were overreacting. Mm -hmm. it was I mean, it's got like 1,200 likes on there and just a big long list of people upset about the us committing the genocide. Overreacting. Overreacting, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so Arkansas is considering a bill right now that would make it a sex crime for a transgender person to walk into a bathroom if a child is present. Just to be clear, if a dude, a human being sporting a peen, <laughs> walks into a bathroom and there's a girl children in there, that could be a sex crime. Now, totally fine if that person has not stated on Twitter that they are transgender. Totes fine that's a sex crime, okay? Because the premise is you don't want the girl being around the dude's wiener. But what people these days, old people don't realize is that little girls are fine being around girls' wieners. <laughs> Genocide. Montana's passed a religious refusal of medical care that lets providers, this is another genocide. If you have a, re a religious problem with providing care, genocide, if you don't force, if they don't then force you to provide the care. To mutilate genitals. It's genocide against the other person. Mm. You're yeah. genocidal by not taking an action to do something. Mm -hmm. Okay. She's not mincing her words. They're, they're words. They're, we don't know. South Dakota passed a bill that tells doctors how to cruelly, medically detransition their patients. Now, how do you medically cruelly detransition their patients? This is a rule that says, okay, if they're taking hormone pills, here's how you should stop the horm stop taking the hormone pills. Now, that is a cruel medical detransition. When you are taking pills and the, they're like, all right, you're going to step down these pills over this amount of time. Mm. Forceful. I get it. That fulfills A, B, C, and E. All of it genocide. Mm -hmm. Immediately. Montana just passed a bill through the House. A, a right to bully. Look at this news headline. Montana House passes right to bully trans kids. What a terrible name for a bill. Oh, it's written by Aaron Reed, the person who posted this. Okay. Oh, okay. That's good. Now, the bill was actually a ridiculous name. All it said was, you aren't going to fit under the discrimination code of discipline if you called a trans student by their legal name or if you called the trans student by their birth gender. Pro-bully. It's a pro-bully bill. You don't fit under the discrimination 
policy of uh, discipline. And that is a right to bully legislation. Gives you the right, okay? And you got to fight for your right to bully trans kids, okay? All right, so that's all number five. She I feel like that was all ridiculous. Tennessee. Tennessee passed a bill. Well, it was in there. Oh, okay. I, I trimmed it down earlier because I actually wanted to talk about the Tennessee one next week. I have it listed. Okay. Um, the article headline said that uh, Tennessee passed a bill banning that banning drag. That's not what happened. That's not what the bill is. Mm. Now, do I agree with everything in the bill? I got to go through a little bit more. Probably not. It seems a little too far. But essentially what they did was if you're going to do scantily clad drag, like that kind of thing, it's got to be in a establishment. Seems like they can't allow minors in the establishment and you can't do it in public where children might be present. Mm. So... It's not eliminating drag. Now they, yeah, they said it basically makes pride. But this will crush, yeah, the, the pride, pride parade, parade is illegal now. Yeah, which is probably fine. Yeah. So we can get into that later on. Yeah. Um, did you ever read it? That was number five. Did you ever read any of these books, no. Charlie? Charlie mm -hmm. and the um, the Great Glass. Let's see, uh, James and the Giant Peach. Never read that one. Oh, I did read that one. Matilda. Mm -hmm. You see the movie at least? Yeah. That girl that was in, she and Mrs. Doubtfire was in that Matilda movie. I don't know. I can't remember. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito was in Matilda. Was he? Yeah. I remember he was the a dad. I remember the teacher and I remember the big fat kid eating cake. Like they had to yeah. eat like the whole cake. That's one of the scenes that stands out mm -hmm. to me. Um, all those books are all written by the uh, same person and they're getting a rewrite a a uh a 2023 rewrite you can imagine some of the stuff they took out um here you go chuck you can go through some some All of right. these in the original james and the giant peach a character rhymes aunt sponge was terrifically fat and tremendously flabby at that and aunt spiker was thin as a wire and dry as a bone only drier with the new changes the old verses now read Aunt Sponge was a nasty old brute and deserved to be squashed by the fruit. And Aunt Spiker was much of the same and deserves half of the blame. The famous glutton, Augustus Gloop, in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is no longer introduced as fat, but rather as enormous. In the Twits, Mrs. Twit used to be described as ugly and beastly, but is now only beastly. Gendered references have also been weakened so as not to be deemed offensive to women or the transgender community. In The Witches, a section musing that witches are bald beneath their wigs has the new disclaimer, there are plenty of other reasons why women might wear wigs, <laughs> and there is certainly nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Matilda's Miss Trunchbull, the ferocious fictional headmistress of a school formerly a most formidable female is now a most formidable woman. <laughs> that seems like they got that wrong. In Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Oompa Loompas, once called small men, are now small people. The cloud men and James and the Giant Peach are now cloud people. <laughs> Pros that might be... Why can't... Okay, hold on. I get that, okay, whatever, we're going to do with gender, but you're saying you can't have men or woman characters 
like you have to change those to people. Are trans people offended that men exist like on the earth? Mm. So uh, what I'm saying is, why do you have to remove that? Which is kind of funny is one of them, they changed to woman and the other it's, ones, they took away the mention of men. It's, I made it something else. We're catering to like 0.1% of the it's population. Like no one. Yeah. <laughs> no one likes this. Pros that might be tangentially misconstrued as being culturally insensitive also appears to have been removed. In the BFG, the main character, Giant, no longer wears a black coat, and characters don't turn white with fear anymore. <laughs> ah, All right. The company told The Guardian that periodic revisions of old books are perfectly standard today, assuring that it aims to preserve the author's voice and style. I just, I don't like, I, they do revisions of books, but why change? Just write new books. So I'm saying if these are too terrible and culturally insensitive, no, I mean, you can't just change someone's book. I mean, I guess the publishing company that owns it can do whatever they want. Technically. That's what they're doing. And eventually yeah. no one will know that there used to be small men. <laughs> Oompa Loompas. And here's the thing. They get so, they're all upset about all of this that's happening. It's, it's like, and really these laws that are going to in place are to protect children because, and we talked about this before that it's like, it's the slippery slope where it went from tolerance, right? They just wanted to be tolerated people. That's it. But now it's not even that it's, they have to be celebrated. They have to be recognized. They have to be in positions of power. They have to have books rewritten about them. They should be able to walk naked in the streets. <laughs> which is something no one else can do, by the way. it's not even just celebration. Eventually it becomes adherence. You have to become. You have to assimilate. Yes. All right, we have to move on to number to seven. Heroes. It's going to take you a minute to talk about this one. Okay. That's from Sam Harris. All right, number seven. Sam Harris. He looks like he put out an Instagram post. Mm -hmm. He said, during the pandemic, we witnessed the birth of a new religion of what is that contrarianism sorry contrarianism and conspiracy thinking the first sacrament of which is to do your own research the problem is that very few people are qualified to do this research and the result is a society driven by strongly held unfounded opinions on everything from vaccine safety to the war in ukraine that's it that's dangerous yeah you're not qualified Sam Harris to has do the research. gone off the you deep end. You can't think for yourself, mm -hmm. by the way. We have to tell you how to think. Even if it's a lie, by the way. Doesn't matter. Those Because people, we have to keep what the right people in power. I just can't imagine. Because, listen, you listen to him talk about things, and he's a smart guy. He seems like a, he's a very smart guy. He's smarter than me. He's probably smarter than you. But he's so smart, he's dumb. At this point, he's so convinced of his genius that he's forgotten that he needs to question things, that not everything that runs through his head is this amazing thing. And that actually some people that get into a, a position of power are doing things for bad reasons. They got there in the wrong way. They're trying to control people that they could be wrong and uh, that things need to be questioned. Unfounded opinions on everything from vaccine safety to the war in Ukraine. 
much like everything's changing now with vaccine safety. Doesn't matter. And all the questions that people had back mm. in the day yeah. are now all coming to fruition. It's all turning around. And now the New York Times and the Washington Post are picking up on it. So now we can say, now we can question these things. <clears throat> because the people who are good at research are finally letting us know that it's okay. And you can't question the war in Ukraine, Charlie. Mm. If we've learned anything throughout our history and throughout even our lifetimes is that you do not question the U.S. government's reasoning for being involved in foreign conflict. We're just not smart enough to question it. Mm -mm. Those are the people that know, okay? They are in the know. They know whether or not it's a good idea. They're doing it for the right reasons. There's no reason to ever question them. That's what's wrong these days. History has proven mm -hmm. the United States has never been nefarious in their mm -hmm. regime changes or war efforts, it's always been for the good of humanity as a whole. Only a genius can say something that dumb. <laughs> All right, number nine. This is hilarious. Back to the fun dumbs. Minnesota lawmaker fears that police drug dogs will be forced to retire if marijuana is legalized. Mm. Scary stuff. Now, if you can imagine, this guy actually brought this in as a reason against legalizing marijuana that the drug dogs would be put out of work. You know, the police dog discussion of all that and retraining, what's going to cost our local law enforcement agencies who've done these dogs, who spent thousands and thousands of dollars on these dogs to get these dogs drug trained. That's a sunk dog. now they're going to have to be retired. Uh, that's a big issue. I, w I was the mayor of Faribault and actually did a fundraising campaign to raise money to get a police dog, to have a drug dog. And now that money is going to go away because these dogs can't be used anymore, given that. Uh, so there's a there the money for the drug dog is going to go away because you don't need the drug dog anymore. Yeah. Like you By don't the way, those dogs die, and then you have to get new ones. Yeah, get a new one. You got to train so now them. Now you don't have to get new ones anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can't we retrain them to be bomb dogs? They could do all any number of things. Yeah. Or they could just be dog dogs. Just regular know? old dogs. This idea like, oh, we put so much money in the training. That's not a reason to not legalize marijuana. Like I said, that's a sunk dog. <laughs> you know, you already paid for it. It doesn't mean you got to keep the drug war going, man. Mm -hmm. All right. It doesn't matter. The money's spent. What a stupid reason <laughs> to keep furthering the drug war. So uh, that's John... Jasinski, Minnesota State Senator. Mm. That, so that was, uh, what number? Was that number 10? Oh, it was number 9. I thought it was number 9 also. Made it number 10, too. Uh-oh. Okay. Well, that means this is the last one, and it's actually number 10. Okay. Here we are at the final one. Not too bad, right? I mean, we started, what, 8, 9 minutes late? Mm -hmm. Something like that. So here's number 10. Doesn't mean it's the dumbest one. Okay, sometimes that is what it means, but I think we got a lot of contenders these days. Hey, white ladies, denying racism in your own self is violence. You hurt the entire cause by denying that you ever, ever, ever had a racist thought. I don't think that way. I wasn't raised that way. That's not how I feel. I've said it before and I'll say it again. You don't have to wear a hood and you don't have to tote around a fucking Confederate flag to know that there is shit inside of your brain that you need to fix 
or else you're still just perpetuating the problems of society. I get called a white savior because I can admit the shit that I do. Meanwhile, there's women running around thinking that they've never, ever, ever done anything in their life that could possibly even teeter on the edge of racism. Good luck with that delusion. I'd, I hope someday you realize that that's not the case and you can put aside your white fragility and your angelic behavior and realize that you still have work to do and until the day you die, you're going to have work to do and unpacking your own bullshit, not just stitching other people, not just duetting with other creators and calling them out. It's, it's, it's in here too. It's in here too, girls. So put away your halo, start, start playing catch with your demons. It's the only way we're going to dispel them. Now, I can say <laughs> one thing is, this is a woman trying to hold other women accountable, which doesn't happen very often. <laughs> it's very rare in today's society. So I commend yeah. her for that, trying to hold other women accountable. It's just on the wrong thing, you know? Her other, her other white ladies. Yeah. That say that they're not racist. Now, one thing I love, the general thesis here, she even says in the middle of this, she says, I get called a white savior because I'm honest enough to, to you know, say all the stuff that I do, which is great because the way that she has achieve, achieved this virtue in this racist world is by admitting that she's racist. Meaning, to the in the world where you're overly concerned about people being racist, the people who admit that they are racist are now the ones that can actually talk about how to solve racism mm -hmm. from their racist point of view. <laughs> and they're the ones that are virtuous about it. Yep. That's brilliant. Also, I the, love it. Also, the, the sheer, I would say, narcissism to be like, I'm doing my work. Mm -hmm. Look how good I am. She also assumes everyone is like her as well. Right. You're the one that's not. And you need to be like me because I'm that good. So put away your white fragility. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> all you ladies out there, <laughs> listen to me. I have all the answers. Okay. Let's get through the votes. Um, that Will you put zero to 10 in the list? You know what? I'll do that for you. Thank you. Not only will I do it for you, I'll do it for you. Zero is Taylor Lorenz and all of her deadly pandemic. We didn't even talk about the fact that she listed deadly pandemic, ongoing deadly pandemic as the first thing. Which is over She now. just won't let it go. She won't. And she's got a pre-existing condition of dumb. <laughs> so I guess uh, she's at risk. Okay. Uh, let's go back here. Let's go back. What was number one? Ukraine, right? Mm -hmm. Ukraine propaganda, like Harry Potter and William Wallace. Mm. I mean, that's Braveheart, right? It Making is, sure. Yeah. Okay. Navi. I am William Wallace. <laughs> Navi and Han Solo. So then you got uh, Avatar. You got Shawshank, Death Star, and then you got Harokins. I mean, Harkonnens, which is Dune. It's a great movie. You ever seen Dune? Mm -hmm. Good stuff. I. Haven't seen Zelensky shoot lightning bolts from his arse. Though. No. So. No. You haven't. So it's not quite Braveheart yet. And his head hasn't been cut off in front of everyone. <laughs> you know. Yeah. 
Spoiler, sorry. My bad. <laughs> William Wallace, not Zelensky. Yeah. Same. Um, yeah, and we got all the other stuff. So uh, number one was Ukraine propaganda. Number two, stuff about guns from Newsom to Hogg to the Socialist Rifle Association. In Minnesota. Too bad they didn't put National Socialist Rifle Association. <laughs> <laughs> you know? The NSRA. <laughs> yeah. And uh, let's see. Number three, if you're a Republican or you're married to or you're in a relationship or you're friends with a Republican in this year, 2023, you're a fascist. That's it. There's no question. Number four, Donald Trump says the federal government bureaucracy, including the Russiagate bureaucracy, they should also be in charge of disciplining your children because you can't do it. Neither can your local school. Mm -hmm. We need more top down approach for your child's bottom. Number five, uh, the genocide of transgenders out there. That was a fun one. By keeping them from mutilating children. Yes. That equals genocide. That is genocide. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. Number six. I'm about to go Matt Walsh on these trainings. <laughs> Three rights. <laughs> Matilda. Um, James and the Giant Peach. Willy Wonka. All that's, or sorry, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Mm. Not Willy, you know, how we call it these days. Number seven, Sam Harris. One of our problems is that too many dumb people. Dumb people have tried to research things, and it should be left to the smart people. <laughs> we skipped number eight. That was the problem. That's the problem? We skipped one. I knew mm. something was off. And this is a good one, too. Does everyone have time? How did you of do this? Of course we have time. Who cares? If you don't have time, then leave. We don't care, because we're going to talk about Bernie Sanders for number but eight, we can't skip this. He's talking about his book. Oh, this is so his, good. That's why we yeah. can't skip it. His anti-capitalism, yeah. uh, or it's okay to be angry about capitalism. Yeah. Jesse, you're going on tour to promote this book, It's Okay to Be Angry About Capitalism. And you're here talking about it. I understand we're not the bad guys you're, you're describing in the book when it comes to the media, but tickets for your tour apparently are selling for $95 no. on Ticketmaster, which is con accused of anti-competitive behavior. You know that. Some of your Democrats are criticizing them. Aren't you benefiting yourself no, from this I, system that you're all, trying to dismantle? First of all, those decisions are made totally by the publisher and the bookseller. I think there's one case where in one place here in Washington, po uh, politics and pros and independent books are charging some tickets. Most of them, I think, are $40, $50, and you get a book as well. So if you want to come, you're going to have to pay 40 bucks. I'll throw in the book for free. And we're doing a number of free uh, events, but I don't make a nickel out of these things at all. But you're okay doing business with Ticketmaster? No, not particularly, but that's, again, I have nothing to do with that. That is, if you wrote a book, it would probably be the same process. Mm -hmm. So you have to operate within the system. I do. Is what you're... I write a book, a major publisher, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> <laughs> if you write a book, uh, same thing. Uh, not me. There's That's... a lot of things in there. <laughs> so first off, the Ticketmaster part is like, oh, I got nothing to do with that. It's like, I don't, he even said, I don't make a penny from, from that stuff. Nick, he doesn't make a nickel. Doesn't make a nickel. He might make Sorry, a penny. inflation. He doesn't make mm -hmm. a nickel. Um, yeah, he does. Uh, this tour was included in the fee that they paid him up front for the book. So they, they've already paid him for what he's doing right now, meaning he did make a nickel. It's probably in the contract. He made like a million nickels. Yeah. Millions of nickels, I bet, mm. from this thing. So yes, he did. 
He's got no control over this. <laughs> publisher did this. There's no way he could go to the publisher, the guy who's writing this book that's going to make a bunch of money and say, oh, I want to do this differently. No, what he said was, I want to make as much money as possible mm. off of this book. Yeah. That's, that's what he said. Probably goes to his foundation. If you, you know. write a book, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Not oh, only that, good. I believe he just purchased a new vacation home. I Did saw, he really? I think so. Oh, man. In Florida, I believe. Oh, um, if you pay it was only like six hundred thousand dollars in Florida. I think it was in Florida. Really? I want to say that's true. Down with the fascism, huh? He doesn't want to. He he probably can't even get his book down there. It's been banned already. I bet. Um, The other thing. Oh, if you if you pay forty bucks, he throws in a book for free. All right, just five easy payments of eight dollars, and the book is free. It was a lake a lakefront home in Vermont. That's way different from Florida. Yeah. Very different stuff. So uh, number eight, as we just threw it in there, I felt like we had skipped something earlier. Uh, so did you add number 11 in there? Because that means they're actually I did, 11. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that was number eight, Bernie Sanders. Just a lot of deflection and blame there. Must be nice. You can even write a book about capitalism and how terrible our system is, work within the system, make tons of money in the system, yeah. and you can just keep raking in money. Well, this is just a system I, I have to operate in. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's not me. Not Number me. nine. They yeah. did it. Number nine was the uh, Minnesota lawmaker who says that we can't legalize marijuana because... I think everyone deserves a free book. They do. It's, it's, a, it's a human right. It is, for 40 bucks. Everyone deserves a free I, book. I also love how he's like, I'll pay 40 for it. I'll throw in the book for free. <laughs> I... I'm giving out the books for free. You write a book with a major publisher, you do the same thing. As long as, long as you pay $40, $50. Yeah. Okay, man, I'm all thrown off on the numbers here. What happened to the numbers? I don't know. We're eight is Bernie Sanders. Nine, Nine is the was, marijuana dog. That's right. And 10 is going to have to be the libs of TikTok. I don't know what happened with the numbers here. Started at zero. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> making everything weird. Mm. Okay. Anyway, get your votes in. Who cares? This is a game where the votes don't matter and uh, we make the points up as we go along for the dumb. So mm. uh, while you're doing that, getting your votes in, we're going to tell you to go to GodHatesFeds.com. GodHatesFeds.com. So you can get your God Hates Feds merch. All right? Get you a shirt that says God Hates Feds. And in fact, the shirt's free. All you do is kick in 20 bucks and you get the shirt for free. At GodHatesFeds.com. Okay. That's it. Free shirts. Join the Fed Haters Club for mm-hmm. free. For free. By paying six bucks a month. Mm-hmm. It's free. We throw free on the content for free. Yeah. You pay six bucks a month. The content we free make content. is free. That's a genius idea. <laughs> That's so good. Everything we do is free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do is pay us a little bit of money and it's free. And uh, that you can do that at JoinGML.com. That's JoinGML.com. Learn about the market for free. At natescrashcourse.com. <laughs> yeah. You pay 130 bucks, and I throw in 100 videos for free. That's, that's okay? it. Yeah. It's a whatever. Free. I don't remember what the price is. Genius. There, there's some kind. Well, it's a free course. That's a free course. <laughs> it's just, you just yeah. pay a little bit of money. Pays money yeah. to get to the course. And it's not through Ticketmaster. Because we hate Ticketmaster. get to the page, the course is free. I don't charge any more for the course. It's, it's free. Do all of that. All right, who wins? <laughs> who win? It looks like it's the Ukraine propaganda. 
Ukraine propaganda. The votes are spread, but it looks like Ukraine mm-hmm. propaganda, the air raid sirens, the the Harry Potter and William Wallace mm-hmm. and all that stuff, the Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, just like Zelensky and Biden. Same. So many good things mm-hmm. in that one. So that's what wins, don't believe. And what we're going to do in the after party show, okay? Not going to do it right now. What we're going to do in the after party is we're going to vote between the submissions to see who wins the best submission in there. Okay. So stick around everyone hanging out on the, uh, in the fed haters club. All right. If you enjoyed today's episode, do all the things we said, share the show with a friend, a family member, a foe. If you do it, do it. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. We'll be back again on Monday. Hope you have a good weekend and a good morning. Liberty.